Welcome to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name is Grant. And we've made it. Today we're going to talk about our 2021 anime in review. We're talking about our favorites from the whole year. Grant, this is a big one. This is so big. This, what a fucking gargantuan year. (laughs) Gargantuan year for anime. I feel like anime fans have been really spoiled. I have, I am so overstuffed, but it's the best sensation. (laughs) It's been, it's been like weird, like trying to, trying to watch everything that is getting amazing reviews mm. um, while trying to like juggle stuff that you want to watch on your own. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's so many that I missed, but this is also the most anime I've watched in any year ever. I th- yeah, I think this might be my record year. I think last year, I feel like every year since the, in the past three consecutive mm-hmm. years, it's only like grown and grown and grown. And this year just, you know, it's interesting too because we were we were talking last week that 2021 is such a big year for you know for lots of reasons but this is the year where all these shows that were delayed and delayed and delayed due to covid ended up landing mm-hmm. you know so we might not 2022 might not be this stacked you know this is it's kind of a special year in that regard like we might it might be a long time before we have so many you know absolute hitters you mm-hmm. know so it's um yeah like it's crazy to think that you and I actually had the time to fit in some legacy shows yeah. in this year considering there was so many you know new mm-hmm. thing whether it's like returning seasons or or, or, or new seasons or you know new airings kind of thing it's 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 really great to sit down and like look at our notes it's actually shocking you know yeah i should have i should know this but like this is really going to be like kind of the greatest hits or like some of the biggest highlights that we've been talking about all year on the post show Mm -hmm. of course the post show didn't run for all of uh 2021 because we had at some points we were covering different things but um this is like the amalgamation or like the really concentrated version of what we've been talking about to each other for the last Mm -hmm. year um and i think it's good that we kind of had the opportunity to like kick back sit down and be like okay we watched a whole lot of anime (laughs) what was our favorite yeah so, in the spirit of that, I think we should start strong, and we should just dive in immediately to our top five. Top five. Uh, from this year. And, you know, we'll save the best for last. So, maybe we can start with our number five pick. All right. What, uh, who, who wants to go first? Either or. I don't care. Do All right. I'll, 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 I'll lead right into it. Okay. Dave. Oh, and also, there probably will be some overlap, so... Whatever. There's gonna be some overlap, and when it comes to it, we'll 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 do some mm-hmm. finagling if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, but my number five, a show, one of the many shows that I genuinely felt changed me this year mm-hmm. in in ways of just how to view anime specifically. Mm-hmm. My number five is Vivi Fluorite Song. Ooh, okay. Um, that's my number four. So let's we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and before it's interesting because number five, I had a really hard time picking picking a top five. Ranking um, them is hard. You know, it's funny. Like one to four was like not even, you know, I didn't even think about it. You know, um, yeah. But five, there was like four. There was four shows that were genuinely fighting for for fifth place. And I'll get into the other ones later. But I want to give you attention to Vivi. Mm-hmm. Um, music is power, man. <laughs> you know, like. From the show, you know, and I think this is probably anyone that listens to the show regularly, this is kind of on top of everyone's mind because it's probably one of the most recent shows we've been talking about on the Mm -hmm. post show. What they did with the voice cast and slowly editing and rearranging song structure and, you know, the whole, all the stuff with Vivi and her sisters, 
you know, because they're all singers and like they yeah. would change they would change the OP in and out. They would swap out Grace's voice for for Vivi and I'm I'm blanking on the, uh, it was Grace Vivi and there was two other sisters. Yeah, I forget the but names. They would, would kind of change them around and just the composition. It's Wit Studio, just absolutely crushing it. You know, like my favorite studio. You know, what a way to. I don't want to say bounce back. I don't know if that's the right word. Sure. But to come out with this after, like, Attack on Titan leaves, goes to MAPPA, um, I think Wit was kind of, like, left in limbo there for a second. And it was like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? It, they kind of have to hit a slam dunk. Yes. And they really did. Because they did this in, like, Vinland Saga, like, yeah. shortly thereafter. And they did and they did Ranking of Kings this year as well. Like, oh, you know, nice. they've, they've been there... It's weird to call them the underdog studio because they've been at kind of the forefront of everyone's, you know, collective anime viewing eyes for such a long period with Attack on Titan. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like they just disappeared off the face yeah, of the of planet, course. but it, everyone was kind of like puzzled of like, what, well, what is going on there? It you is know, a it's... oddly, like, we don't have to talk about it in depth, but it is an oddly sure. peculiar move for like one of the biggest animes on the planet for its mm-hmm. final season to go to a different studio. And there as, might be a story. Yeah. I don't know if there is a story. I, who knows? It could just be contract stuff. Yeah. It, you know, it could just be the boring stuff, resourcing like the not, or yeah. not fun stuff. But this, you know, I don't know, man. Like probably one of the best fight scenes of the year. Two, probably two of my favorite fight scenes of the entire year take place in Vivi. Um, specifically, the throwdown with the uh, towards the end of the arc in the Grace fight. The throwdown uh, with the uh, the, the android. One. Yeah, that was you know, amazing. The two of them falling from the tower. Like he like is launching her by her hair and just you know. The way she throws the knife and just like the them fighting over the pistol at the one scene, it's just you know we say Sakuga, you know as fans we love these moments, <laughs> and Wit Studio and Vivi just kind of cranked it up to Eleven's mm-hmm. not even fair. They dialed up to fifteen, you know it was so beautiful and so fluid and such a soft, generous story, you know like mm-hmm. the the way they played around with you know the the, t- the title cards and it was just it kind of set expectations that we weren't used to and it's an original story on top of it like they had to tell their thing they weren't relying Unreal. on something else you know it's i don't know and that's why it's number five like it's just it's so good so good <laughs> um i'll talk briefly about it since it's on my list yeah uh, one higher up it's my number four um I think it's funny because, you know, we have similar taste sometimes, not always. And oftentimes what I've noticed is, like, even when we both fall in love with something, mm. sometimes it's not for the same reasons, right? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> like, clearly the music in Vivi Floride is a uh, huge, huge standout. OP is great. Um, some of the actual sequences of her singing in the show is is amazing the composition not over my head i I really appreciate all that stuff Mm -hmm. but what stood out for me was uh the visuals i think i remember telling you i was like man i I gotta make an album out of some Mm. of the still shots from this show i remember two or three specifically like at the end of the second episode there's this satellite crashing through the sky burning up in the atmosphere and i remember being like holy shit like this show really goes for it Mm -hmm. and then the second thing is is it sounds simple, but I think when you're when you watch as much anime as we do, you realize it's easier said than done. I loved that this was a finite original mm-hmm. story with an, a defined arc and a and a finite point. Uh, it was not milked for you know second or third or fourth seasons. I'm sure they could have done that and people would have loved it, but like it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. They were mm-hmm. clearly defined. That is difficult sometimes in anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I love that, like, they're like, okay, no, here's the story, here's how it goes, um, it's a little bit out there, but it's not so out there that 
you know what I mean? People are alienated by it, but I, I love the plot. I love the fact that it was finite, that it was short, uh, and I love the visuals, and uh, that's why it's my top five of the year. One, just one last note. It's it's such a strange thing to say, but I kind of respect that it could have it could have crashed and burned at so many points in yeah, totally. like the eleven episodes. There's a lot of stuff that if you're not dialed into, like if you're not used to this type of viewing. It could just like put people off or you know totally there's you know and that's the thing too the show by no means it, it's not perfect and i think Mm-mm. you know and again this is not like a you know definitive all-timer list this is like a personal favorite but like this show was not perfect but it, it wore that on its you know on its shoulders right like it was it was itself like beginning to end and i think that unapologetically kind of the, unapologetically and, and it works into the narrative too in a weird way like it's you know i guess you kind of you call that forcing forcing two ideas together to make it you know work for you but it's i genuinely feel that like it's 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 not perfect but it uses that yeah in, in its own way you know but uh yeah goddamn fantastic so so uh, good okay i'll uh i'll go next and i'll give you my number five which may or may not be in your top five mm-hmm. and if it is we can talk about it a little more at length uh, my number five pick was to your eternity um did not make my top five yeah, so I didn't think that... I had trouble with this one. I think um, it is in my top five of the year. I will rewatch this. Mm. I'm curious on what how this goes as a, a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we talk about the positive, I think it has one of the best pilots, mm-hmm. maybe ever. Uh, and, well, you know, in my viewing experience, which is not, you know... Uh, holistic of all anime um but it's got one of my favorite pilots ever i've showed it to a lot of people i love it um i love the op i love the ost i love um fushi's growth i think the way they handle fushi's growth from march you know to becoming the nameless boy the wolf uh march gugu uh and then ultimately uh is like incredible and feels fresh um the only time i think the show stumbled is it had a one rough arc um and that soured things and then it you know this whole the antagonists of the show are called the dockers and like it started to feel a little bit less wholly original and like breakthrough and started Mm -hmm. to feel a little bit more formulaic but i still think it has more substance than most shows does that make sense like it's bad is still better than a lot you know it's and that's the thing too this so this is one of the you know to your attorney was one of the ones fighting for that number five spot like i yeah i genuinely and i know i said it at the time I genuinely cried watching this show. Like the the wrap up to the Goo Goo and is it is it Rena or Rhea? Yeah, it was beautiful. I'm, 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 you know, it's just the the way they it, the show didn't play with your emotions. It showed emotion. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't trying to bait you into feeling it. It just you felt it because it was just a genuine love story at, at points and stories of growth and you know it, it's a beautiful show and that, and you know that's you know what you kind of alluded to like that one that one arc was just such a big black spot on it i found yeah. like it was just it was so jarring at, at it, point i don't even know if it was bad it's just that it wasn't near as good i thought it was bad, it, it was bad. <laughs> zombies is rough in. going down the zombies yeah. path is rough um and and y- but it's you know, fitting to the like the ever-living story right like it's i understand why that that narrative was used but i it just 
it was just too on the nose, you know. And then also everything surrounding that. The zombies wasn't even the worst part, honestly. <laughs> like, well, it's it's tough, and and obviously, you know, it should go without saying. Maybe we should have warned people at the beginning, but we're gonna discuss mild to mild to medium spoilers for probably most of the shows we're gonna cover today. Mm. Um, but that particular arc, like the 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 strength and the pro and the weakness with To Your Eternity, is that they kind of pull the same gag, right? Mm. Um, and the audience is going to eventually catch on to that. And, you know, I think for the most part, they find a way to be creative and to force Fushi through the human experience um, and creative in new ways enough to get the audience to buy in. But you slip up once and you slip up badly. It's a mark on your record, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I still think it's fantastic. I still recommend it to people. Um, it, it and I remember you know it, this show was like all the rage when we both uh, started absolutely. watching it and it finished incredibly strong. Yes, uh, as well. So I will absolutely be uh, plugged in for for season two. You know it's it's so funny because you know you and I were n- not new to this realm, but like this is the most like present we've been in it in many years. And I think oh, yeah. a, a sign of how, at least for me, a sign that I'm really big on two years Terry is I'm keeping an eye out for the Blu-ray. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I want it's something I want to own because I think it, it when it hit, it was such a beautiful story. And even the stuff I really, I genuinely didn't like, you know, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't ruin the legacy. It just kind of killed the momentum at the moment. If, yeah. if that makes sense, totally, so, totally. But uh, no, really, I think it's really good show. its legacy lives on in spite of uh, a few mm-hmm. shaky episodes, right? Yeah. And I think what we'll really see, and you know, we're going to say this for probably a lot of shows, is. Uh, you know how, how does it end, right? Um, yeah. Because if you if you end strong, then having a small rough patch in there really doesn't hurt you. I don't think. Um, yeah. You know, like you we alluded to with Vivi, like there might be one or two episodes in there that are not gold standard, mm. but the show and the journey were so good by the time it was complete. Mm. You know, you're not bummed about one or two episodes not being bombastic, right? You you didn't have to sit with it for a whole yeah. arc. It was like a you know you could call it a fleeting moment because it was only a finite story, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and that's the kind of the thing where to your eternity is like, you know, where we are getting that follow-up season and, and all that. So yes, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Awesome. That's uh to your eternity was my number five. Vivi was my number four. Goo goo um, for life. Your number five was Vivi. What's your number four? My number four is Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen is my number three. So there you oh. go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dave, I think we said it at the time. But it's a pretty good feeling being on the ground floor of a big brand new shonen. Yeah, it is. You know, and I mean, we were late to it, but um, but not super late. We were in the same calendar year. Calendar year counts. We got to pass on that. We absolutely do. We were covering like actively putting out podcasts on. I think. either Attack on Titan or yeah. My Hero Academia or both while Jujutsu Kaisen was airing. So yeah. give us we a break. Would, we would finish the Attack on Titan pod and be like, okay, what's going Like, do we need to take a break and see what's going on with this Jujutsu Kaisen mm. show? Like, you know, it was, it was always, always on our mind. But um, Dave, what a phenomenal cast of characters. There is not, there is not a like shaky character in this whole show. The villain cast is you know, top tier, all like the main core cast and all the tertiary characters. It's just, you know, it's funny. It's, it's funny. Cause you know, I have been watching all the Naruto and you know, all these, mm-hmm. all these, you know, these classic shonens, and it has that vibe. It has the cast of characters. Everyone has their thing and it works in the grand scheme and they all come together. And it's, 
it's weirdly a story about family in a weird way and mm-hmm. like how they all support each other without openly saying it you know it's yeah not like a fast and furious movie (laughs) no not not at all and it's you know and it's also it's not patronizing and like you know they're not constantly reminding each other that we are friends we are family and doing this and that it's just kind of like a known thing in the show it's like a seed in the show that you know they touch on every now and then but it just kind of it's natural like they Mm -hmm. all care for one another and they want to protect one another you know shonen galore sakuga to the extreme the comedy is as good as it comes when it comes to shonen anime, I think, or, or uh, seinen, whatever, whatever you want to brand this this show. Jujutsu Kaisen is here to fucking stay, man. Like, this show is ready to take over. It is awesome. It is so good. Um, I completely yeah. agree. Um, again, like, you know, we might focus on slightly different things um, with this with this show but i think one thing we can probably agree on is like i think at least season one and i know the manga is very popular and i know Mm. they're doing season two and obviously they have a movie that is literally like plotting world domination right now um but i think one thing we can say for season one is like this could probably be looked at Mm. for a very long time to come on like you know how to launch a near perfect shonen like Mm. This is just like it's almost like textbook. Like they did all the right things. They like you said they nailed character. They nailed motivation. Uh, the big things for me is like they nailed uh, lore and world building without it ever feeling tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation is a huge stick out um, because it's fantastic. Um, and I also think the uh, soundtrack and really fun moments is is excellent. Um, mm-hmm. The pacing is good. They there's there's several arcs in one season. Um, every time it's slowing down, the pacing, you know, sort of revs back up. It, it, I don't know. Jujutsu Kaisen did everything right. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I, you know, Leanne and I just finished. We rewatched it over uh, the past week. Nice. And you know, it, it's funny you say the pacing because I, I never realized how breakneck speed the show was. Like, there's actually very little breathing room in the yeah. show. And if you're not on top, if you are not on top of watching the show, they are like it almost feels like they're three sentences away, like ahead. You know what I mean? It's very, I think, I think they knew how much they had to kind of, it, it kind of just shows like how well they edited it, you know, to fit it all in without seeing too clobbered. Like it clearly, it almost, the show almost feels like it's at 1.5 speed or 1.25 speed. Mm-hmm. It's actually really, really surprising. Like the second time around watching it, but you know, like great, great main character, like the trio, like the, the main three, you know, Nabara, Megumi, and, and Itadori. Like, that is just, like, that is yeah. as, as good as, like, an anime trio gets, in my opinion. It's 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 really good shit. Not to, we you know, we left out, or, or I don't know if you said this, I definitely didn't. We left out that it it is devastatingly funny often. Um, oh, yeah. Nailing comedy in anime. Um, you know, we, we were just on the uh, Demon Slayer podcast before this. Um, it, it, comedy is hard. Um, yeah. especially when you're watching something in not your native language. Um, and, uh, like they, they are reliably funny. Oh man. It's, it's the, they have, you know, like at the end of each episode, like, you know, a lot of animes do this, but they have like the, ju- the, uh, the juju stroll at the end, like kind of like the little bit. And it's always just like over the top comedy that kind of fits in the show, but it's also like same time otherworldly. Yeah. Like they, they have a bit as like all the villains in high school. And, like, one, like, wrecked another's garden. And, like, they, they, they take the time. Like, I'm sure that's something straight out of the manga. Like, it just, yeah. it feels that. But they could take the time and do that, you know? It's, I don't know, it's it's fun. Like, I love a, a show that is just fun. 
You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, this might be the show. Like, and I, I have to think about this, right? But like that, you show someone who's never seen anime before, right? There are a lot of classics that people go to. I think sure. Death Note is a lot of people's an- first anime. Um, Full Metal Alchemist. Um, you know, I, I I said I've shown To Your Eternity to a lot of people um, because it just sort of sh- it sort of shows you what the art form can do. Um, but I think Jujutsu Kaisen is like here's what shonen is. Or how good it can be. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. it, it has everything. Yeah. Uh, it has comedy. It has action. It has fun, like, rich lore. You know what I mean? Like, the all the Sakuna stuff. Um, so it's It's got everything. This is a... It's a near-perfect show. It's a fantastic shonen. It has been memed to death, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, the internet loves a show. And it has a young audience. And it's funny because... You know, not to punch down, but like the only other show this year that even remotely kind of hit this frequency is Tokyo Revengers, yeah. and it did <laughs> not the, to punch it, down. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like I it, it did the absolute opposite thing. Like it was at the same frequency, but it just, it did all the things the other way. I don't know. It's again the source material argument, and again we're talking about Jitsu Kaisen, but it's it's just the show is loved, and you can feel it, and yeah. I think the people making it know that, and it's I don't know, it's, and it's hype. Sakuga, bro. Like, if you you must have just seen it if you rewatched the finale. That like, uh, is it Nabara and uh, Yuji Yuji duo uh, performance with the music synced up to the cuts and all that? Mm -hmm. Like, whole like it just felt like you. If you were an animator or if you were a Mappa working on that, you must have known like we got something fucking special here. Like, it's different. It just hits different. I can't say it better than that. And I vaguely remember you telling me that like this was like the backup team that wasn't working on Attack on Titan at the time. Yeah, or it, was, it was almost like a like a mishmash crew working on Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, the the prevailing sentiment that I've seen on people that know a little bit of the inside baseball, there is like Jujutsu Kaisen should not have been good, but it ended up being great somehow, like against all odds, because they mm. were literally sourcing in contractors and freelancers because. The studio was so busy at the time. There's mm. a great YouTube video out there um, that talks about Mappa's issues with just production and resourcing and animator workload. Uh, mm. And yes, they were going through Attack on Titan and other stuff like that at the time. Um, I'll, maybe I'll put you know find a way to link that on our on our social media or something. Um, but you know, no matter what, like it, it came out excellent. So you know, props. And I'm really really excited for the movie, which. Hopefully we'll make it to North America sooner rather than later, and then hopefully a season two sooner rather than later. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, so that was my number three. Mm-hmm. Um, that was your number four. Why don't we go back to you for number, your number three? So my number three is The Way of the House Husband. Ah, okay. There you go. Not on mine. So, so take it away, sir. So this show caught a lot of grief, which I think is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Um, it all came down to... A, animation and i i do understand some of the sentiment um that you know why wouldn't you animate the show and i do agree i feel like if the show was fully animated then yeah it, i think it would be taken up another notch but this the visual storytelling is important in this story but i don't think it needed and maybe whoever was making the show knew that too but it essentially looks like the manga coming to life like it's almost like still yeah, panels there's some motion like colored in panels with like vague motion Dave, Leanna and Slow-mo. I... Slow-mo. Yeah. Um, Leanna and I have not laughed <laughs> as hard at anything else in this calendar year than we have... Of, like, we just throw on episodes away of The House Husband, like, all, all the time. Because, like, they're so 
such a small package like you know each episode is like 16 minutes there's various there's like six episodes within the 16 minutes mm. and you know kind of similar to the manga like it's panels and we just like we're uproariously laughing through every single one of them They're, it's never not funny it's great characters the way the way of the house the, husband like, the way of the house husband sorry the way, <laughs> you gotta take a shot dude um <laughs> You know, it's just like the way the story like is creatively crafted, like the comparisons between like a former yakuza, like a hard ass yakuza, and just like an at home, like a stay at home husband, is it's genius. Like it's the original writer just absolutely like you know knocked it out of the park, um, and just it's it's so effectively presented, you know. And I think people should give this show a chance. Like turn off your brain to the animation style. I actually like it, you know. It, could be like Stockholm Center, wherever you want to call it. Like, you know, you're <laughs> dealing with what you have, but it, it's it's so funny and a show that's so weirdly like it's it's dark, but it never like takes it there. Was, was and this... just the wordplay and oh, it's it's tremendous, Dave. Was this a Netflix exclusive? It is, yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, this it's our best boy voice actor, right? Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. I don't know his name, but right he's now, yeah. he's Nanami in Jujutsu Kaisen. He's yes. the beholder into your eternity. Mm-hmm. Actually, think about how many times this guy comes up in our top five. <laughs> like he, he's he's my top. He's my number one anime guy of the year. Like everything yeah. he's done is uh, is. Uh, That's uh, funny. It's it's awesome. And then also the compa- they did a companion show. At, uh, they did a companion show like with the actual voice actor. And like kind of oh, doing yes. bits from about the that. show in the house, like he showed you how to repair like a sliding, you know, a traditional Japanese door. Is it good? And how to like cure? It's hilarious. It's so good. Kenjiro Suda, that's his name. Mm. Um, and um, but anyway, that's so, on like, Netflix too, right? The it is on show? Netflix too, yeah. and it shows you how to like properly get like a stain out of sheets. There's the one. <laughs> there's there was one on how to like properly get away from like lime uh, buildup in your shower and how to effectively clean like a, a or a mirror in your shower. That's funny. Or in your bedroom or your bathroom. Like it's the show is it's so elevated to me. Like it, it blows my mind that an idea like this. It's just the power of writing, you know. It's just the the reliance of writing. Like the storytelling helps, and it, you know, it's just it's just I don't know. It's just so tight, all, all in all. So nice, yeah. Um, very very well done, sir. Um, and Vivian loves the way the house husband too. So shout out to Vivian. She's she understands the true oh, power of yes. the house husband. <laughs> Our social media guru. This is true. Yeah. I'm left out on this. Um, I'll get around to it. Um, yes, and also Vivian, I think, may end up sharing her top five um, on the socials. So keep an eye on that because we're mm-hmm. going to you know, share stuff about our favorite stuff and hopefully she'll share, she'll share some of hers. Um, okay, wow, we're, we're making progress here. But don't worry, there's, there's lots more to come. Other than our top five, we've got a few bonus uh, sections that I'm excited to talk about. That's my. Um, no, my number two, because we're r- running right through this. Um, the thing that brought us together and started this whole journey, uh, Attack on Titan Season 4, Part 1. The goat. Yes. Uh, well, you know, number two. Um, is this at all in your top five? It's not, but I do have, I have a reason behind that. Um, can you share it now, or, do you, or is no, it after? No, I can share it now. I, I, I'm going to let you, it's on your list, I'm going to let you do do some talking, and then I'll, I'll get into it as well and sure. explain why. Okay, so... You know, I think, um, 
there are animes out there, and you know, a lot. This is going to be said for my number one pick as well, which we will get to. But I think that, like, just like TV shows or movies, I think every now and then you hit something that just sort of like changes your appreciation for the art form. Mm. Um, I would say Death Note properly introduced me to anime. Um, I don't think it's in like my top whatever of all time, but I think yeah. it changed. It made me appreciate anime. Yeah. Um, Full Metal Alchemist is probably the show that changed my whole perspective on storytelling mm-hmm. uh and the fact that anime you know th- there are just stories that have to be told in this medium uh and that was really big and then i think attack on titan flipped that on its head a little bit and like just showed me something a little bit darker a little bit you know you could argue deeper but not even that like i think the surprise that was season four uh because of the basement reveal at the at the end of season three of attack on titan reminder we said mild spoilers Mm. um you know the swing that attack on titan takes after what seven years of anime Mm. um and the fact that in my opinion, they nail it, like the rev- the lore reveal at the very least, Absolutely. and that the show basically changes. Like, forget the studio swap, which is hard to forget because it looks like a different show. Um, but it becomes a different show in season four, and I think it's uh, arguably better than the first three seasons that preceded it. Obviously, like all the growth, you know, it's just it's paying dividends in season four. Like all of that buildup is finally paying off now. Mm. Um, but it, it feels like a different show. Um, it's deep and in exciting and really unexpected ways that I did not see coming whatsoever. Um, it had very, very different themes um, than the first three seasons, but then not really. It's just I don't think we realized it, like how much they were breadcrumbing the audience. It was, you know, we're, we're, you're seeing the other side of the fence. It's the same street, you know. Yeah. It's, it, it was, <laughs> you know... Um, Across or across yeah. the sea, inside the walls, it's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> We're all on the same planet, you know. Yeah. It's, and it's it, it's funny, you know. It's not not to get too heady about it, but you know, the world we live in now, like Attack on Titan's never been more fitting. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's not. It's taking you know a story that we've been seeing time and time again, but it kind of just puts it in a narrative we haven't quite seen before, and it's it works. It yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's poignant. It's topical. So, so the reason it's not on my list, and again, Dave, like I, I can't. Everything you have said, I feel the same. I can't put it into words as, as nicely as you. But and it, I, and I, it started I, us on this journey, right? It started, it started us on this journey. I Attack on Titan is my, you know, it's one of the all-time shows. The reason it's not on my list is I don't think it's fair to take a show that has such a heavy place in my heart. It, it, it affects all the other beautiful things I've seen this year that I do think need a fair share. Like Attack on Titan would have been number one, obviously. Mm. You know, it's just, it's, we know it's a known quantity. We've been on the journey from the get-go. I see you what know, you it's, mean. It, it's, it's hard to like throw it in and, and kind of, you know, bully its way through all the other like phenomenal shows. Like I said, mm-hmm. I had such a hard time doing a top five. Totally. Um, but again, it's, it's, it's what you said and, and, and just more of that. It's, you know, the show... Gabby is forever going to be in my mind <laughs> solely because they took a character so deplorable right off the bat. And then by the end of it, it's like, see, aren't we all human? <laughs> you know? yeah. And and by the end of it, you're like, you're rooting for Gabby. You don't want Gabby to be harmed. And in the beginning, you're like, if that kid got shot, she got shot. You know, it's, oh, totally. it's, it's you know, I don't know. It's, I, lo- I love Attack on Titan because it's telling a mature story, but it's not 
you know, it's not dumbing it down. It's it's telling the story the way it should be, and it's source material and 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 the studio changed. Like I, I didn't even care. Like you know, mm-hmm. I think. I think you're right to your point of, you know, the, the studio swap was almost fitting because the tone of the show was changing to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So a, a visual change kind of coincided with that quite, you know, you know, it, it worked like coincidentally, but the story has always been the forefront of Attack on Titan and mm-hmm. the narrative and the lore and the character, you know, the just the relationships and the bond, like the genuine bonds these characters have. like. Mm-hmm. A lot of anime, they really market themselves on cl- having bonds and characters, but very few can show the companionship and the camaraderie in the scouts. You know, it's 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 truly like like once 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 in a lifetime is a kind of a big thing to say. But in the anime verse, you know, Attack on Titan is it's yeah. all time. It, it may yeah, it may end up being a generational one. You know, like I think you know that'll stick in the top ten for a long time or not. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say because it feels like. Um, anime in general is blowing up these days, becoming more mainstream, mm-hmm. uh, getting more eyeballs, and as a result, a lot of these top ten lists are becoming more fleeting. Uh, yep. So, so it's hard to say what its its spot in the culture will be, but it'll definitely always be in my top whatever, uh, just because we appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, I think episodes four five six of season four part one of attack on titan might be specifically for the declaration of war episode might be one of my favorite anime episodes ever but it only works you know with all that history behind it right um mm-hmm. like you can't it's not like an episode of to eternity or something where you can just throw it on and be like look at this thing in a bottle and appreciate it it's like it works because they they've done so much work to establish good faith yep. and to make the audience be like aching for answers to these questions mm-hmm. uh and just the really great use of tension that they've got um i don't know attack on titan's a yeah big one i totally get why you didn't put it in your top five um, it's it's, yeah. it's a behemoth you know like it's you yeah. know it's yeah There's okay a lot of good shit to talk about this year so um over to you which for i think will be your number two um are you what did we just do your number two attack on titan season four yeah that was my uh number two so that's all, all that's left is your number one. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do my number one next, and then we'll talk about my number two with your number one. Sure. Okay. So my number one anime for 2021 is Odd Taxi. Yeah. This show is one of the most unassuming things I have probably ever watched. Really um, good word choice. The... <laughs> The entrance fee is pretty steep, I think, and <laughs> not you know in, in a weird in a weird way because, you know, like we're grown men. I don't I don't care what people know what I watch. Like we're we're on the internet talking about anime. Like I, I yeah, I, you know, this is a passion of ours. We love it, but, you know. But there is still certain you know, there's still some things that kind of trigger people that are outside the eco space and anthropomorphic animals is probably one of them i think just you know that like furries have like a weird thing and all that mm-hmm. and so but i don't know like you know when i think around the time it was coming out a few of the people i follow on youtube you know were hyping this show up saying like this is you got to check this story out and i did and what i other than the fact that they're all animals dave this is a re- this is a true human story i think you know uh, you it's, know it's real it's, yeah, yeah. I, so I never finished it, and I'm not going to steal your thunder on this. No, no. But, no. I, but I will say uh, it's very clearly an incredibly human show uh, that is about 
uh, character and like some anxiety and just very human struggles. But what I will say most importantly, like to your comment is like, I was over the animal thing before the pilot was over. Absolutely. And that's the thing. You just, yeah. you just, you got to buy the ticket to get on the ride and then you're on the ride and you're like, oh, this uh, yeah. is not what I was sold on, but I love it. You know, it it's, feels very natural. It feels very natural. And, you know, it's, it's probably the first thing I've watched. You know, again, I'm really not trying to sound hyperbolic, but, mm. you know, every few years you see whether it's a movie or a show and they're trying to comment on the current times and the ailments of the times and the anxieties that people are dealing with. And, you know, we've seen it through, you know, every decade. I think this is the f- genuinely the first thing I've seen that is putting a spotlight on what the ailments of our generation and the generations coming up now, like, you know, the, you know, preteen, teenager, mm-hmm. like it, it really puts a lens on that in one of the most healthiest and just like honest, de- like heart bearingly honest ways and just, you know, and and I, this is the things I don't want to spoil it. Like, there, you know, the, the one thing I'll get into, there's an episode essentially with a character who's wrapped up in social media and just like, you know, you've seen that take. I think maybe that's one of the ones that you tend to see, like media tries to write a story about that, like the, the negative effects of, you know, social media and get trapped up in it and da, da, da. Yeah. This show, in my opinion, accurately shows like the falsehoods of what that world is being, you know, sold to children and even younger adults. And even the ironic thing is grown ass adults now who can't fucking keep their, like their stupid thoughts to themselves, you know, it's, (laughs) and I I think Audaxi is just such a beautiful show, tremendous character writing and, you know, just a love story wrapped in a mystery. And a lot of people, even me at the beginning, I couldn't find the right words for it. A lot of people like claim this is like a Tarantino story. I think it's more like a Coen Brothers movie Ooh, more than I anything. see that. Coen um, Brothers. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. You know, it's, it's just, and <laughs> I kind of hate when movies kind of all just wrap up, like everything was all kind of one giant thing, or even like a Steven Soderbergh movie too. Um, you know, everything kind of just has its place and you don't realize why you're seeing something in a moment. And you're like, oh, they're just throwing that at us for whatever reason. But then you get to the end of the story and you're like, oh, those, they did it. <laughs> you know, like they, <laughs> like they wrapped it up in, in the weirdest way. And I never thought, and I don't know, man, Odd Taxi, it's, it's, um, it's a special show, man. And I think, I think everyone should at least try and watch it because, and it, it has a good pilot, not as strong as some of the other pilots this year, I would say, which I think can work against it. Yeah. But by the time you get to episode three, I think that's where, you know, because there's like the golden anime rule, like the three episode rule, right? And I think yeah. it, it, I think it's in it lands at the right time in the show. I agree the third with episode that, yeah. where, it, where it catches on. And then from there, you're kind of just, you know, you're, you're in the story. But um, yeah, I'll talk to yeah. you. For for the record, uh, and just for the listener as well, like I only didn't finish it because I think this coincided with my binge of Jujutsu Kaisen, Mm. and it was like they're just supremely different shows. Yeah, and I, you know, you'll like we'll talk about it more with my number one pick, but like there's a vibe you got to kind of be on. I yeah. think, and I was feeling shonen in that moment, so Jujutsu sure. Kaisen just really took over, and that's why, but I will absolutely go back and, and watch that. I think you really nailed it with, like, just yeah, how... Assume, he, like, it's so it's unassuming. Unassuming and human. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I remember one of the biggest takeaways that I had was that the way the dialogue was both written and performed, mm. characters are constantly cutting each other off, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the delivery is hilarious often. The comedy it's, is awesome. Uh, deadpan. Um, maybe some of the best comedy I've seen in anime, but like, but it's so grounded. It's like sad, funny sometimes. I don't know, man. That's it's life. Life is sad, funny. Yeah. You know? And good pick. I, I totally get it. Yeah. Oh, and great music too. Oh, the the OP is, and yeah. we're, we're going to get into an OP conversation. But Odd Taxi has. Um, I think it was created specifically for the show and you can feel it like the, as the intro kicks in, just like the, you know, the vibe of the tune, you're like, Oh, okay. I think you can actually, when you're watching that first episode and you see the OP, if you click with the song itself, I think you're going to understand. I think you're going to click with the show. Yeah. You know, it's, it's designed, it's designed to be a package. So yeah. True that. Well put. Okay. That was your number one, uh, and my it was not on my list, but now we're at my number one. My number which two. Which is probably your number two, which is Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. The what? How many episodes? 12? 11? 11, I think. Uh, 11 episode... 12. Or maybe it was 12. Anyway, the short, uh, very similar to Vivi Florite uh, in that it is a single season standalone, not necessarily original... Um, but you know it's its own thing i don't know the studio this came from but whatever it was my favorite thing of the year and i knew it would be my favorite thing of the year i think while i was watching it um i don't know if i have a synopsis for it yeah a group of a group of students on summer vacation find themselves transported to another dimension and granted superpowers to survive there um i think we both said you know very lord of the flies like um I don't know, man. This Just show is face, special. Though, you know, it's it, it's special and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story, and there again, I <laughs> there was nights watching this. Show, I would watch the episode and I would just stare at the TV. You know, just like yeah. thinking about what I had just seen and watched, and the you know, it's pretentious to say, but like the show genuinely makes you think. You know, the, yeah, it stays. It stays with you. Yeah, yeah. I would for days after I would be thinking about what I'd just seen and I never once did I really think too far ahead. I was just the show was so present week to week and it was present with you the whole like, you know, until the next episode and you were just kinda of mulling over those thoughts and then yeah. all right, here's another, you know, essay for you guys to like assess and I don't know. It's and it's beautiful. it's funny because it, like of course the story mattered, but I don't think we were ever sitting around going, God, the plot, like what what's gonna happen? You know, mm-hmm. like, are they going to get out? Like, you know, maybe I wondered about that. But week to week, it was more like because every episode was sort of a short story. Yeah. Um, with, you know, that usually usually had some kind of topical uh, metaphor that it was referring to, referring to, like, I mean, one of the earlier episodes, you know, anxiety, depression, isolation, when they, those kids find a way to sort of exit the island and or the or the classroom and and just sort of retreat to these black the curtain, curtains black curtain episode yeah beautiful metaphors throughout the whole show um I, obviously i think the the big thing uh is uh for me the relationship between uh the two main characters or the three main characters uh mm-hmm. really and the you know the way it ends I, I also thought it had one of the best finales i've ever seen ever mm-hmm. uh <laughs> like ever ever and uh yeah, you know, this is a particularly weird show to talk about because it's so, um, based is the wrong word, but it's so in the weeds, right? Yeah. Like, the the synopsis for the show is like, yeah, like, kids end up on, 
what seems to be in an alternate dimension and the fabric of their being is sort of changed. There's superpowers involved, but I'd say it's closer to a psychological thriller in that aspect than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, their question of their existence is put into it's their existence itself is put into question. Uh, morality, mortality is put into question. We don't really know if we'll ever get out of this change in scenario, but if anything, it really just ends up being like a microscope for the human condition which is like very similar to to your eternity in some ways. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I, I kind of loved the just the placement of like insane red herrings. It, it was <sighs> almost like the show creators like like fuck you guys. Like we don't. It was it was one of the most like in my opinion clear like artist to you know consumer message of like this is for me. This is not for you. Yeah. You know? It's like I'm telling my story. You can take with what you want. And not in like a like a rude way. It's just like they were telling their story and visual storytelling galore, yeah. which is one of the most effective things about the show. Oh my the god! Usage, the usage of eyes, you know, I know that was like a really big thing for you as well. Yeah. Like you were always, you know, like they were some just potent visual messaging, and you know, some of just like the the narrative or the just some of the one liners were just absolute hammers to the heart and the head. Sometimes, you know, yeah. just like they're so yeah. Goddamn, Sunny Boy, man. Yeah, man. I think like uh, Nozomi's and Mizuho and and Nagara, like those three characters, and what they go through, particularly at the end, Nagara and Mizuho, um, mm-hmm. and how it ends, and, and Nozomi, and like it's they bury a coming of age story in this epic. You know what I mean? Like, you have to kind of look for it, but that's what this is in a way. Like, you can kind of boil a lot of it down and reduce it to that if you want. There's so much more to the show than that. And, and uh, yeah, I have to reinforce what you said as far as visual storytelling goes. Um, I remember reading about this show when we both saw the trailer and we were both like, oh, maybe we'll give this a spin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a total out of left field. It wasn't a recommendation. It was just, you know, the algorithm doing its work. We just happened to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, the visual t- storytelling. I remember reading that this was a total passion project by the animators and the director in particular, and that uh, these people had, um, you know, a lot of creative license and freedom on this show. Incredibly um, specific aesthetic um which i loved i yeah i loved the art style um i loved uh the uh they (laughs) is this one of the few shows that doesn't have an op it technically does have an op but it's kind of like the like the outro yeah it's it's they call it the op because there is also like they have ending credit songs as well but that's the other thing too and why you brought that up the op is awesome and it's like the the song and musical cues of this show are some of the most effectively used oh you know and yeah in the entirety like you know i think the only other show this year that even remotely kind of came close to that was vivi and then like a close follow-up would be 86 funny enough yeah the 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 sound design of these shows sunny boy takes it like to a whole other level but it just the show is almost dead silent at points it's just the use of silence dude yeah like yeah yeah. you don't realize what kind of like you're so right about 86 um and and vivi like I find like they do such an excellent job of they all use silence in an amazing way. Mm-hmm. Sunny Boy silence on steroids, like they like yeah, great, 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 great note about sound design. Uh, Sunny Boy really takes that to a different level. I think they they use more silence than any show I've ever seen, mm-hmm. um, and it's and they nail it. You know what I mean? It it like you you can't remove your eyes from the screen because oh. like they're doing so much visual stuff mm-hmm. and pacing. 
And then like, it scares the shit out of you with, with a cue. You know, I've been yeah. caught off guard in so many of the episodes. You're just entrenched into, you know, like you said, like what is being presented. And then out of left field, they blast your other senses that have been turned off for 15 minutes. Yeah, and, man. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, awesome. Sunny boy. I'm glad that made your top five. Oh, absolutely, man. It was, yeah. I, that was one, you know, there's been a few shows this year that I'm glad we've been also like to, you know, Attack on Titan started this, but I'm glad we found ones along the way that we just kind of clicked to naturally. And Unreal. We're able to have the conversations with, you know, as well. So it's, and I think Sunny Boy is, Sunny Boy and Two Year Eternity and Avivia, I think, would be the big three this year that we mm-hmm. really kind of honed in on. Um, and we got to watch all of them together. Uh, yeah. And Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, yeah. Right, yes. like, uh, man, like, who knows if we would have watched those without this podcast? I know. Uh, let alone get to talk about all of them together. So, what a fucking ride it's been, man. Right. Um, so, do I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the option. So, mm-hmm. we have a couple segments we wanted to go into. Um, do you want to go into the additions to the Alzheimer's Club, or do you want to do some honorable mentions for the year? Let's do. I think additions to all time for me is small. Um, let's do that first and then we can, you know, that's like kind of like the cherry on top of our top five and then we'll do honorable mentions. So to be clear, uh, for the listener, these are like, you know, we just did our top five of 2021. We're going to give you, you know, a few that I think will be in our best of all time lists respectively. Mm. Uh, we probably have our own lists. We don't necessarily have them written down just like based off what we watched this year. Grant, what, uh, what's joining your all timers club? So, truly what is, like, the number one show I watched this year, above all else, nothing came close, is the ever-almighty Haikyuu. <laughs> um, Dave, I, I, I fucking love this show. Um, it is, and I know you started watching a couple episodes, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little bummed, because we're taking a break from some post-shows over the next couple of weeks, so mm-hmm. I honestly want to sit down and have a, just a Haikyuu chat with you, whether it's on air or not. Totally. Um, the... <laughs> fucking a man this fucking show um it's good i get it it's it's so good the cat like the cast the friendships the comedy just it's kind of refreshing and it's there's actually you know when we get to the honorable mentions there's kind of a there's kind of a bit of like a couple of shows this year like a good narrative that i've, I've picked up on is i think i'm really starting to like real world stories mm. um you know i don't think i thought anime was a, um, a venue for you know, fantasy and sci-fi only. Mm-hmm. And I realized that some of the best like love stories I've seen are actually in anime and you know, just like real life comedies and slice of life stuff. And I think that's been one of the biggest takeaways this year is just kind of, you know, real world scenarios. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Haikyuu just takes that uh, above and beyond. Uh, Leanne and I absolutely fell in love with the show and we are cha- champing at the bit for uh, for season five in uh, the near near future. So. Okay, yeah. So that's my question. So there's four seasons out already. Yes. And when is season five scheduled? Do you know? Well, the there's nothing been official, but I, I feel like you know it could just be kind of clickbait. But I've seen mentions that there was supposed to be there was that Jump Festa event a couple weeks ago, um, the Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. They announced a bunch of stuff there. I had seen like an official Twitter account mention that like Haikyuu was on the roster for some announcements and then nothing showed up interesting so maybe i just misread that maybe it was you know kind of me flipping by i saw some two posts together or whatever but i, I genuinely thought there was going to be an announcement a couple of weeks ago we've mm-hmm. yet to hear anything official um so but uh but yeah so I, I got a couple but so i'll let you jump to you for for a couple as well for alzheimer's yeah so i've i've really and i'm not being uh 
fussy. I've got like two. Mm. Um, and Sunny Boy is one of them. So, yeah. <laughs> like me as well. I'll yeah. throw that in. We just had that conversation. We don't have to get into that yeah. again. But it's it's in there for sure. All right, over to you. So Sunny Boy is like probably the only one that I'm gonna you know. Well, that's not true. I've got one more. But go ahead. So another one too. And again, another recommend like a a gnarly recommendation by you and another show that you know Leanne and I together fell in love with is <laughs> Vinland Saga. Nice. Um, you know same thing like it's you know it has like the fantasy elements there's still, like there's some like pretty wild you know overpowered borderline like power fantasy stuff in it mm-hmm. but beautiful story like nothing i've ever seen i've ne- the idea of taking like a european nations or you know um you know and, and vikings and all this and that it, it just never crossed my mind of something that could work yeah outside it's, of like a live not, action thing and it's yeah. it's great it's, it's not intuitive for anime like you don't think of that mm-hmm. story and think anime and and that's a good thing right because um, because it, it works really really well but um but yeah it's i don't know you know the another just like beginning to end like what a like what a story and just you know like the real to the end like ah gotcha just a prequel <laughs> you <laughs> know like cool? like the real story is about to kick off and it, it blows me away that what it's probably the most um, focused and full packaged prequel I've heard of. Yeah, I feel like the Star Wars prequels. I think you know it's I'm like not too s- silly, but yeah, I'm so curious to see what season two and three and whatever else they do is like. I'm curious to hear what the manga is like. That might be a show where we check out the manga. Because um, yes. you know I'm trying. I believe me, yeah. I tried, and it was uh, it was hard to come across. Uh, manga in general right now man it's crazy uh, manga anime all of that it's like we're hitting the mainstream Mm -hmm. probably because of the podcast that all this stuff is blown up worldwide now that i think about it you're welcome everyone you're welcome um yeah okay vinland saga very solid one i think i watched that a couple years ago um Mm -hmm. man i might be due for a rewatch on that one it was good yeah um I've got vivi that i'm absolutely going to rewatch and is joining my all-timers club same for me um we just talked about vivi so i we can keep going uh how many do you have in total it's it's pretty much um the one it's interesting the ones that i'm pretty much sticking to right now are like they coincidentally are all the finite stories um, uh-huh. it's odd odd taxi you know uh-huh. vivi and sunny boy um and you know just because like they that is the story that's it it's over and the fact that we love them so much and that is the story i think that's i think that's what earns a spot in the alzheimer's club like no questions asked yeah um you know an attack on titan obviously like the you know the season yeah it's it's already in there it's just kind of adding you know they gotta stick the landing man they gotta stick the landing but i regardless of like what comes so you know the arguments can be made for jujitsu kaisen as well but that's still a first season of what is assumed to be so much to come yeah um but uh but yeah and then you know i don't want to throw to your like that's the thing too uh, to your attorney would also kind of fit into that place but it's um i don't want to overload yeah i'm I, i'm just a guy who loves things and i'm moved easily and yeah call it what it is but i'm i got a lot i got a lot of heart to give to stories i love so i've i've got one more but like I, i've been really deliberating on if this is an all-timer for me mm. or if this is just an honorable mention mm. so maybe we can do honorable mentions after this segment and this can be the yeah. transition okay, show let's do it. uh because i will watch this show again yeah but I think it's controversial because a lot of people 
consider don't consider something anime if it's not made in japan mm, <laughs> and i don't sure. know i don't think this was made in japan but anyway castlevania um oh they had an inc- that, man. yeah they had an incredibly strong season four sure um it you know castlevania i think large largely led the charge of netflix's anime experiment which i mm. think is a success both for this show and just for that medium on netflix i think mm. like if you think of the number of uh you know, live action adaptations that they've taken swings at and how they haven't worked out, but the animes that they've taken swings at have largely worked out. You know, I mm. think Way the House Husband was popular as all hell. I think Castlevania was popular. Um, and I know that they've got lots more. Um, Castlevania, just, yeah. go ahead. It, well, if you just look, you look at the Netflix library and what the content that is like truly there is not just like, you know, licensing for, you know, in certain parts of the world. The stuff that like they pushed out and produced on the anime side whether it's eastern or western made who cares it's an anime mm-hmm. um it's like really good you know like dorohiro and and you know i haven't yes. seen castlevania but like you know the i you know from your word alone and what i've seen like there's they are like they i think they understand you know and i think castlevania like you said is a huge step forward in the, in the right direction um and i think we're gonna get some pretty sick stuff yeah man like and it's it's like it shouldn't work you know what i mean like it's a video game adaptation at the time by done by a studio that hadn't really done this kind of thing before Mm. like if anything those are those are like the red flags you hear about before something really bombs you know yeah um and it and you know and like if you're an anime diehard you know like it being english first and you know not being done in japan and you know like all that like that may not be indi- like key success indicators for you. Um, but despite all those things, I think it really, really worked uh, for me. I think the characters was good, the world building was good, the lore was good. And it's also cool to like watch the animation get better. Like, I don't know if this was, like, they just kept getting more and more budget. That seems, like, the most likely once they knew they had a winner. But, like, the animation literally gets better season to season. And they, I think they really, really swung for it uh, in season four. And, you know, nothing's perfect. Castlevania is no exception. Um, But, I like, I'll rewatch this. I will recommend this to people if they're just getting into anime. Like, I think it's, like, a really great, like transition as one of your first shows ever or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i mean i think it's i think it's really really cool uh it's not like the anime we watch but i think uh it's it's fun if you're into something different you should give it a swing i i am kicking myself i still haven't had the time to do oh, it, no no it's I, just I, like I, yeah i have full it, it will be watched as to when i don't know but it will it will be watched yeah um okay so with that maybe we can talk about some honorable uh mentions you want to yeah start us off so, one from earlier in the year, uh, ReZero. I watched oh, yeah. uh, both season one, and I caught up on season one and season two, part one, and then I watched um, season two, part two, week to week at the tail end, like the half end of the, of the part two. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it at the time, and I still do enjoy it. I do, it's one of those shows, I think about it a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I think... I think I burned myself because, like, the last... I think we had talked about this on the post show, is, like, the last, um, I want to say, like, eight or nine episodes of season two, they, like, like ripped them up to, like, 40-plus-minute episodes. Like, oh, yeah. no, like, no break, just, like, full-on... I think it got in its way a little bit 
in certain points, and I think the story kind of it's one of those shows it's purposely confusing like it's it's playing around with time and you know not knowing like if you're at the beginning of a certain period or that like it's you know it's like you know the whole mechanic of the show is like you know time resetting time resetting and like just it's a very depressing show but it's it's one of those shows where it kind of opened the door this year for me to opening up to like more isekais and kind of stuff that's not exactly in my wheelhouse and I, I did really enjoy the show, and I, I do recommend, I think you of all people, I think there's something in there that you would like. I'm sure there's some stuff you wouldn't as well. Yeah. But I think the the good outweighs the bad in a lot of ways. And it's a very, very thoughtful writing and very smart. And it's interesting because they have like these like hyper waifu characters in it. And that's kind of like what the whole marketing shtick is to the show in a lot of ways. But you get down to it and like they're incredibly well written in some in a lot of the instances and it's it's kind of just like uh what's the word for it like you know yeah i you know don't judge a book by its cover i guess would be like the literal ways you know because like they're you know they're kind of dolled up and you know very anime-ish ways but it's i don't know re-zero it's it's one that the the idea of a rewatch anytime soon is like you know stress inducing but i really enjoy <laughs> i i really really enjoyed it and i think the story in um in an industry that is like just absolutely slammed with this type of storytelling i think it it's it stood out for obvious reasons but like i said i i do think it got in its way in, in some ways but um i i, I mean, really i really enjoyed it you, you're clearly not on your own there right like i mean i, I think re-zero is up on the top charts right now I, I know that i've seen it all over youtube in terms of people reviewing and critiquing yep. and praising it and anime subreddits and all that so like clearly there's something going on there yeah. um i just uh for whatever reason haven't given it a shot i think i gave the pilot because like, i'm behind right i gotta do, watch mm-hmm. both seasons um yeah. so you know that i think will be a big watch um that i gotta get to we, we talked about this in person right like not a winner th- watch not a winner watch oh, there you go. <laughs> it's it's too depressing <laughs> interesting but i like that yeah. shit but well, it's like, if, yeah but it's like you were just saying with uh, Castlevania and what else? Like you've never seen like Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Like, yeah. um, and I've never seen uh, the thing you watched this year. One of those all time, uh, a Neon Genesis. You know. Oh yes. Like yeah. there, it's a good thing I think to have like these really big classics in your back pocket. These things mm-hmm. that are really highly revered. That like when the well dries up a little bit, it's we, on the shelf waiting for you. Yeah, we can go to those shows whenever we want. Uh, like same with. Q, right? Like, you know, I've had it recommended to me so many times now. I was like, okay, now might finally be the time. Um, and, you know, I get to start this whole new fun thing, right? Like, I, I think Leanna hasn't watched Full Metal yet, right? It's no, but it's it's but, coming yeah. out very soon. It's it's full metal time. Maybe. But yeah, so you know, but it's it's a similar thing, right? Like, you know, yeah, you, it's cool to have like this thing just sort of in reserve. Um, just you know, we didn't necessarily get to get to a lot of them uh, because 2021 was so uh, profitable uh, as an anime viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, my honorable mention uh, next, and I don't know if this counts because I don't even know if it aired in 2021 or if season two did, but whatever. Uh, 86. Um, we were both like a little late to this, but not really. Yeah. Because I think it really only exploded in season two. Um, well, I think it was there. That's the thing, too. Like, it, it had a presence, you know, mm-hmm. like, in part one. But I think 
like with us, a lot of people, it clicked in part two. Yeah. And, you know, it, I think that's where the show is getting its juice now. I think that's where all the heat is coming from, is, is that part two. Yeah. So, like, it's funny because 86 does a lot of things well for me, and I like it. It's a good show. I'll get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I just think I've seen other shows do a lot of these things slightly better. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I won't get into detail, but the, the, it's so weird that this sticks out to me, and I bet it sticks out to you, too. Like, they have some of the most creative and effective uh, title sequences, title cards, and outros that I've mm. ever seen in anime. Like, they know how to set a, just set a tone, in, like, incredibly effectively. Um, and how they go from action uh, CG fights to, like, very, very somber, deadpan, cut all the audio. <laughs> like, they, like, they just understand tone more than a, a lot of animes I've ever seen. Does that make it's- sense? It's a very like self-aware show, yeah. And and not like um, and that's the thing too. Like the the type of messaging and the narrative the show is telling. It's weird for it to be self-aware like that, yeah. but it's when it does those cues. It's almost like it's it's almost like the camera's going to black and you're looking at yourself in the screen. Yeah, right. It's it's potent. It's it's uh, very forward-thinking. You know, I think more shows. If there's one thing that I think Asics can do is I hope shows steal this element i, I totally agree because from it you know I, I don't know if this is like wholly new or n- never seen before or what but like this feels like innovation this feels yeah. like they're tapping into something new and exciting in, in the way that they're they're telling these stories uh and yeah i totally agree i hope people adopt this i hope other people see this and go oh shit why would why didn't we think of that do you know what 86 feels like? I just, I just thought of this. You know what the what? Oscars, there's that one movie that's nominated for like a bunch of stuff. It's not going to win anything, but it wins oh, like yeah, best yeah. costume design. The sound design or something. And yeah. it's, or, or in this case, sound design. And you're like, that's fitting. It deserved that one. You know, yeah, like yeah. the others, it never stood a chance and it shouldn't. But that right. one. They're not it, leading. They're not winning best picture or best no, actor. No. Or but supporting. This, but like. There's or writing. One, there's or writing yeah well it's it has its moments but no yeah. for sure not writing but it's it, it is nice because the show genuinely like it's it, like it's it's not funny but you're like like this is the thing like they're they so have, good at this like one thing like so yeah. so good at it yeah it gets funny every time it's just like oof, oof, they yeah did it again that's funny <laughs> that's funny that we're, we're completely agreed on this show that's funny mm-hmm. and 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 what we like about it and probably don't like about it that's funny yeah uh, but yeah, we, we won't talk about what we don't like. This is a positive podcast. Yeah. Um, the, okay, quick and dirty. Wait, you don't want to talk about Doug Avengers for 25 minutes? Or? <laughs> I actually, dude, I actually have. It's and going in the honorable mentions for that reason alone. I have a disappointment of the year yeah. <laughs> category with one thing in it. It's not even Tokyo Revengers. It's a bit of a deep cut. I put My Hero Academia season five. <laughs> That's what I, oh, okay. I, I went even more specific. I wrote the second OP for... My Hero Season 5. Oh, that's very, that's very specific. Leanne and I were, were just like, <laughs> remote, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Like, it was so bad. Like, there was points where we'd come around and, like, watch it just to laugh at it. It was it was so bad. That's but, funny. Um, there's a line about the carousel going around and around that, like, just, well, <laughs> like, mimic around those. Anyways, but, no, Tokyo Revengers. I, I don't. I don't want to get into it, but it's. I think those first six episodes are incredibly strong. Yep. And it is a travesty the way it ended. Like, kind of just. The show is a six out of ten by the end of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I it think started a little stronger. 
very strong. Those first ep- episodes, those first six episodes, I was completely pulled in, um, and uh, you know, it's. I think, I think, when the mystery was still there before we started meeting this eclectic cast of just buffoons, you know, I think the show was really strong. And when it was kind of more close in, it was just Draken, and I still think Draken is like a really good character all throughout. Totally. Um, you know, so like the show is not a total write off. I know, I know, like we joke and punch down on it a little bit, but. It's. I think there is elements to the show that are really, really good, and I think there's a chance for season two mm-hmm. to you know kind of reassert itself a little bit because the, there is very strong characters. Takamichi is an absolute buffoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're stuck with that dumbass for the rest of the series. <laughs> but uh, you know, as a whole, also one of the best OPs of the year. So that's extremely like a, good OP. Good point. Um, I forgot about that. You know, so it's it's not it's not without its uh, it's it has its sins, but it has its yeah. boons as well. It has so. some really beautiful uh, nighttime animation at, yes, at parts, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I I but I I gotta I gotta say like there's one thing that sticks out, and I remember asking you this week after week on the post show when we were watching it. Is like, are we old? Like, is mm. this meant for a younger audience? And you know, a lot of these shows, like, you know, you could argue that a lot of these shows are geared towards younger audiences, but you, you never feel out of touch. But I felt out of touch with Tokyo. I felt like, I was like, okay. oh, like, I'm too old for this. There's just something about it. Let me follow you up with another show we watched this year that's in my honorable mentions. That It kind of answers that question. Hmm. Dr. Stone. It was yes. cl- It's clearly marketed as a show for a slightly younger audience, but... You know, it, it, it didn't make you feel like like an absolute idiot by the end no. of it. You know, it was it respected the viewer and, you know, it, it wasn't perfect by any means. I don't think it was the follow-up you and I were looking forward to because it was, like, one of our most anticipated shows going into the yeah, year. season I, one I was believe. strong, season two a little less so, no doubt. It was just a little less so, but it was, you know, in, in contrast to Tokyo Revengers, just your specific, you know, question of, you know, are we too old? Maybe yes, but... I think Dr. Stone is kind of like the, the counterpoint to Tokyo Avengers in, in no, that I, aspect. I, I totally agree, because to that point, like, one show that is in my all-time list is Avatar The Last Airbender, clearly mm. meant for children. Adults all over the world love that show, right? Like, yeah. I think that's, like, the mark of a good show. Or, like, I mean, you're a father, right? How many mm-hmm. animated or kid-related things have you watched that it's, it's fun for the parents, right? Like, Absolutely. I think yeah, that's yeah. the mark of a good story is, like, just because it's technically oriented at a certain demo you don't alienate everyone who's not in that demo exactly and i don't know if tokyo avengers did that or maybe it's just i'm a little bit disconnected from what they're doing because i do know that people love the show oh it just was it just was not up my alley Mm -hmm. and that you know that's okay things can exist that don't please me Mm -hmm. um okay i i just well i don't even know if either of these count i okay so i've only got two left for honorable mentions. Okay, I'll go with one, but I, I'll admit these are kind of both on shaky ground. So the first one is Mob Psycho, which didn't even come out this year. Sure. Um, but I technically finished season one before 2021 was over. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super, super late to this show, but like that's you know further to the point of what we were discussing just minutes ago. Like I, you know, came late to the show. I knew it would be something that I would probably really enjoy. I was right. It was per your recommendation. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had a feeling like once I really sunk my teeth into it, I would like it. I finally got the opportunity to do that. Bang and OP, great characters, beautiful animation, fun world building. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got everything. Um, this place has everything. 
Um, <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm very excited for season two and therefore season three. I think I might try and pace my completion of season two with the arrival of season three. If I have any mm. self-control, we'll see. Uh, but it's it's fantastic, man. It, not quite top five for me. Also, it didn't come out this year, uh, but it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in it's in my all time, very high in my all timers. So I, I, yeah. I love the show, and I'm so I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I'll probably come like this is one like you know it it would seem silly for me to never go back to things like uh, uh, Vivi or Sunny Boy or Mob Psych. You know what I mean? Like all these mm-hmm. shows, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up watching again. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, Mob Psycho. What about you? What do you got? Uh, so my uh, my second last honorable mention is uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh yes. Um, there's a lot about this show that I did not connect with. Um, you know, and like it kind of went back to you know we just recorded the Demon Slayer pod and you know. <laughs> you like what you like. There's I got no I got no issues with that. Like I know there's clearly a market there's definitely marketing toward this show of like, you know, the sexualization of the characters. Sure. And it's fine. It is what it is. But outside of all that, it is it is truly a beautiful show. Mm. Um Oh, the, did, is this the one you sent me a clip of of a fight? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, 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 El- pretty unreal. Elma and uh and uh, Kobe, or uh, Toru throwing down. But um Pretty insane. It's hate, but you know, and there's moments like that. Like it's it's a slice of life anime that has stellar enemy. Like there's not a moment where it looks bad. It's just it's dialed up to eleven, regardless of action scenes. It kind of just come out of nowhere and are really fun. The show is really weeby, like you know, to a level that like I'm just not used to. But like I don't, I just kind of don't care. I can just turn my brain off because the stuff that I do genuinely love, it is there in like, it's, it's bountiful. Like it's, right. it is beautiful storytelling. It's characters that love each other and they're learning to love each other. And, you know, it's, you know, people that have never really had a fi- family dynamic are now thrown into one and they're all trying to learn from one another. And, you know, there's, like I said, it's, it, it, it's hard to recommend to people that aren't like, you got to be really comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that's in, and again, like, Anyone that's listening, I highly recommend it, but prepare yourself. Like, there's there's some out, out there stuff in there, but like I said, everything else, it is, it's great character development, tremendous voice acting, and it's, you know, it, it's kind of the contrast to talking, like, we were, um, you know, Haikyuu, where, like, that's, like, a real story. Like, Kobay- mm. like Kobayashi is, there is these super major over-the-top fantasy elements, but mm-hmm. it's kind of just in the background of like people living their everyday lives in Japan. Yeah. And you know, they kind of, they come together and like the little, like, you know, there's this one, they, uh, like all the dragon characters, they want to go play like dodgeball in the park. And you know, the Kobayashi, she's like a human. She's like, you guys got to like tone this down to like a one out of 10. Cause you guys are like <laughs> war. Like they, th- when they throw like a dodgeball, it's like a warhead in like a public park. And it's just like seeing them throw. It's, I don't know. It's like little gags like that. And, and just like like story beats that you wouldn't expect, you know. There's like one there's one in the the most recent season which came out this year. Um, that's why I'm talking about it. I caught up on the first season and watched the the second season week to week. Um, one of the characters like runs away and just like goes to New York City as like a fuck you, hmm. and like her like walking around and trying to figure the world out and da da da. And it's I don't know, man. It's 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 such a strange one for me, but it's it's got like a weird place in my heart for all its misgivings that I genuinely I'm not into. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I know I'm saying that a lot, but it's, I'm preparing people that watch it. But like, no, just yeah. under, understand what you're getting yourself into. But um, it's like, it's not, it's, 
it's etchy. I think that's that's like the genre. It's not quite hentai, but it's it's uh, there's some there's some pretty out there stuff for sure. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Sometimes, like when you're giving someone a recommendation, it's like, hey, just so you're aware, it's got this yeah. going. But if you're down with that, and that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of incredible, incredible stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, you know. I'm realizing uh, as I rewatch, and you know, I developed an affliction this year—not COVID, but worse. Um, I started watching reaction videos. Oh my god! And <laughs> no, but the bit, I, the bit has joined us in 2022, folks. Yeah, it's here. Um, but I, one thing I've noticed about like Full Metal Alchemist is like it's you know among my favorite of maybe my number one of all time, arguably. I mentioned that already, but uh, it it's got especially this is one of the shows where the dub is actually like arguably people argue about whether the dub might actually be a touch better than the sub. Mm. Um, and I'm on the fence about that, but the point being like, it's got loud in your face comedy. Um, that is very anime ism. And if you're an anime watcher, it probably won't phase you. Mm. But like, because this is, I think one of the first animes, a lot of people watch, um, for whatever reason, like it might really take you off guard. Um, and sometimes you got to prep the audience a little bit like hey just so you know like this is a different art form they're doing something different here like you know just take it in you know what i mean yeah. um I, I love kobayashi but just prepare yourself for yeah. boobs so, for boobs lots, lots of boobs if you're into that you know <laughs> um if that's your cup of boobs sorry get 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 it what i did there um okay last one and this is like what i said like this is uh shaky but it, it would seem weird not to put this in my honorable mention. Um, I, I feel we're doing it because I'm not even done this show yet, but it's so clearly fantastic. Arcane. Mm. Sure. Um, it's, it's amazing, dude. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, Arcane is like, it feels very innovative. Like, we were just talking about, um, we were talking about 86 and how they have done some really innovative stuff in the work in that space. I think Arcane is doing some incredibly innovative work. Um, I love that it's from Riot Studios. I love that it's on Netflix. I love that it looks like a fucking Disney movie made in TV show form. Um, it, you know, it's leveraging all this IP um, mm-hmm. that is already very popular in the video game world. The most effective leveraging of IP I think anyone has seen in a long time. Just another lesson yeah. of how to how to nail it, right? Like we talked about yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. Like here's a show that shows you how to do a shonen perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about Castlevania. Here's how to not fuck up a video game adaptation. Same thing with Arcane, but like really dialed to eleven. Like Ar- Arcane and Castlevania are almost like apples and oranges. That the way they did this couldn't. It's it's so different. Arcane really is in a lane of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, I I highly 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 recommend it uh, to anyone who hasn't checked it out yet. The pilot. I would say maybe the first two episodes. Get in there. You'll set a tone. You'll see what they're doing, and you'll see why. Uh, people are so passionate about it because it, it really is fantastic. Um, I, I'm yeah. only one episode in, and I can I can agree. Like it's I'm gonna finish yeah. it. But, I, uh, I think I said to you like uh, on a post show or two ago, like episode three, I think, is where like they have their holy shit moment, um, and that's when it hit me, and I was like, okay, this is uh, clearly something special. Uh, it might even be award bait, you know? Like I think it's really, really, really good. Um, very curious to see how how that goes. I don't know if they're gonna do another season. I don't really care because I'm not done. Uh, but if this is all we get, I think it's it's great. Right now, um, what do you got? Do you have any last one? Or I have one last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is another show, uh, Leanne and I. This was in that batch of um, 
fall shows that came out, Leanne and I kind of jumped into like six of them just to just to test the waters. Oh, I remember when you out. did that. Yeah. Uh, so the show is my senpai is annoying. Yeah. Um, we we absolutely fell in love with this show. Um, you know, it's this was the other one too. Like we were debating. You know, I was kind of going over my top five, like the rotation, what was going to be there. Yeah. And at one point, I was like, you know what? Vivi, like, you know, I, I actually had forgot. Like, I forgot to, Vivi was on my list. So I was just working off everything I had in front of me. But I was, like, going back and forth between To Your Eternity and uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid for number five. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Like, there's things about these shows that, like, I don't like. And there's things I really like about them. But you know what? I just, like, love, like, wholeheartedly through. And it's like, my senpai is annoying. Mm-hmm. We... Out of any show we watched this year, Leanna was like, okay, like Saturday, let's go. Like, we were just like counting the days now until the new episode aired, and we, you know, sat down Saturday night and we watched it. It's just a wholesome, just like an office comedy. It's kind of dorky, it's kind of silly. It, you know, it just like, it it flirts with like kind of the, you know, the the weaviness stuff, Uh like the waifu stuff. Never really, you know, never kind of takes it to that level where it kind of not ruins the show, but it doesn't take it out of its element. Um, just really good storytelling, great characters, funny, like surprisingly funny and, and kind of real. It, it has a lot of, um, it, it's kind of similar to Odd Taxi in mm. some ways. It's it, Weirdly, it's a blend, I would say, between Kobayashi and, and Odd Taxi. Um, just like in kind of like the realness, but there's... Interesting. There's not, there's not, there's not a tinge, there's not even a tinge of like otherworldliness to it. Like Odd Taxi had like the animal thing and, you know, you know Kobayashi is like a bunch of dragons in our world, you know, just in the shape of humans to hide themselves kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's it's just like a good office comedy. It's like a genuine kind of two characters, you know, kind of falling in love and kind of denying it and trying to see through it. It's, you know, like a like a teacher and a student kind of situation. It's like, you know, not in a not in a school weird way, like a mentor in a, in a new office environment kind of thing. It's it's a really good show, and we loved it, and um, I, I highly recommend it to people. It, like I said, it, it easily could have been in my top five, but uh, but Vivi was, uh, was the juice, so. Yeah, Vivi, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. My senpai is annoying. Your senpai is annoying. Um, and we, we briefly touched on Dr. Stone as well. And, yes. and 80, 86 was also on my honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah, both of us, I think. Um, I don't have a ton left. Uh, do you have any categories you'd like to get to? I had I had the, 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 busy, the, the busy boys schedule. Um, is there any oh, shows yes. you started and just kind of fell to the wayside because of other stuff or you were interested in just didn't have a chance to get back to it um i think probably um let me think here uh, the clear one uh for me is probably odd taxi mm. uh because but we kind of covered that already just because i you know got carried away with uh some other stuff i am very interested only because i continue to see hype about moshiko tensei Yes. Um, I still haven't had a chance to check that out, um, but beyond those two, probably not a ton. Yeah. Well, so for me, I, I pretty much the only show from this year that I flat out like missed. Um, didn't get even started up. So was Mushoku Tensei. Um, but for me, the big one is Ranking of Kings. Um, oh yeah. I got yeah. about halfway through and then kind of you know got busy with work and all that and just you know between what we were covering and all this and that, it kind of just fell to the wayside a little bit. It, it is beautiful from what I'm seeing. I bet you, I genuinely feel if I had finished, it probably would have made it into my top five. Um, I'm hearing very really good reviews. Good. It's really, really good. Again, shout out to Vivian. She knows good it's shit. A, yeah, I think she it might be in hers. 
But um, um, and then mm-hmm. also just the the other two is the hikey story. I know I had talked about the one episode I had seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I really really like that first episode. I plan on going back. Just never got around to finishing it. And then kind of the random one. Um, I watched two or three episodes. Really dug it, but just didn't have a chance to get back to. Was Godzilla Singular Point? Is that the um, Netflix one? Yeah, yeah, man. It's it was strange. I it was one of those ones. It was like, what are we getting into here? I'm I love the Godzilla IP. Those are some of my favorite movies growing up. Were the old like uh, I think it was the To is it the Toei um, or Toho? I'm not sure. The company that owns Toei Animation. Godzilla. No, whoever owns all the Godzilla rights. I'm blanking on oh, the name. Oh right, yeah. Okay. Um, you know all those reruns. You know, like we had friends growing up. They were also obsessed with all the Godzilla stuff. We were always watching the movies over there. On you know mm-hmm. during the summers and all that. And I I love just good usage of IP. Like, this is mm. reminiscent of Star Wars Visions a lot, in a way. Like, you know, they take... I feel like there's been Godzilla animes, for, you know, for a long time. But this is the only, first one I've been able to get my eyes on. Really dug the first few episodes. Remember the trailer for that, yeah. It's one of those one. It, it's kind of a show where I have no idea if the science jargon is real or good. But it sounds believable and, yeah, it was and like, like clear. They're confident about it, so if they're very confident about it. I was like, all right, I guess Sonic uh, Technologies works as such, and you know, and I don't know. It's, um, but I, I, I do plan on going back to that. So it's uh, those nice. are the only three that I, I feel I wish I had the chance to finish this year. Nice. Um, how about OPs or theme songs or whatever? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. I'm not gonna go through my whole list because I got uh, 18 of them written down. <gasps> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I'm dead serious, yeah. If you want, we can rhyme them off quick. Um, that's insane. You're in a, Okay, how about like yeah. top five or so? Or whatever you want. 18. You're I'll sh- do top five. Yeah, yeah, disease. yeah. There's, there's... <laughs> I'll start, I, you fucking I love animal. music. I love music. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we all do. Yes. We're all humans. Good lord. Um, okay, I've got three or four here. Um, I'll start. It's specific. It's not the OP. It's the OST of the first arc of Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. Um, they have like that really fun, like there's two um, ending themes in Jujutsu Kaisen. One is like in the first arc or two, mm-hmm. and it's like the fun cartoon animation style. Where, oh, uh, Lost in Paradise. Lost in Paradise, dude. That is so good. I the drive, love that. The drive to school every day, me and the little one. That's the song Ooh. that has to be played between both of us. Like we, Corinne has her playlist and it's on there and she'll be like, Let's just skip a couple songs till we hit Lost in Paradise. It's like, get to know Dude, it. Awesome. On a it. daughter of culture. Oh, big time. And the intro to Jutsu Kaisen as well. The, uh, yeah. the first one. She loves that one. I, I love the uh, original intro. I just, I love the, uh, I love Lost in Paradise so much more. Oh, absolutely. Okay, over to you. Um, so I think number one for me is Pink Blood, uh, the, uh, the oh. OP for uh, To Your Eternity. Dude, so beautiful. And I, I had told that story, like, you know, it had like a weird, like emotional resonance with me, just like based on the artist. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, one of, you know, just that thing when you're young, we didn't, you know, it's funny enough, like we were just at that gen- time, time in life where we didn't have full access to the internet. And yeah. you would hear something, and unless you knew the name of it, like it could just be gone. Mm-hmm. And the artist who sings Pink Blood, um, uh, Hikari Utada, she she did this. Uh, she did a song for um, Kingdom Hearts, the first game. It was they would throw it into a commercial, selling it like coming to PlayStation Two. Like it's I, I watched I watched like this old commercial like at least once a month. I love it, and. It was one of those things that when I started watching To Your Eternity, I heard the song. I was like, holy fuck. 
<laughs> I was like, uh, who is that? <laughs> like, that's, that's crazy. And it just like all these sensor, like you know, sensory overload in my brain. But yeah, I think Pink Blood is is the standout, the number one for me this year. That's that's awesome. Okay, I'll give you my number one. Uh, for what it's worth, Pink Blood was was one of the few. I'm not, I'm not as big of an anime uh, genre music listener as you are. Mm. Um, so I would say if I watch twenty animes, maybe two, I go out of my way to like get the soundtracks on my Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, Pink Blood I had, I had Lost in Paradise, um, but the just the original Sunny Boy, I think it's called Sunny Boy, uh, but it's in uh, I, I don't know it's, by the Gingnang Boys by the Gingnang Boys, uh, it's it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Uh, That's I, a good one. Most of what they have, uh, or a lot of what they have on their uh, Spotify, is directly from. Uh, there's an EP, a 2021 EP that you can look up, and a lot of it is just uh, Sunny Boy work. Nice. Uh, and it's fantastic. They do an acoustic version in the finale of the show. Very um, good. Which is also yeah. fantastic. I, I loved uh, the Sunny Boy uh, OSTOP. You know, sort of both, like we alluded to earlier, it's a little bit different. The thing, the thing I liked about that, it was so fitting. I don't know why it reminded me of when... It, it reminded me of like you know the end of summer, like the end of the school year. Like it just yes, it was like the ultimate, yes. like an outro song of a bunch of students. You know, they just went through this journey, it's like a this year long journey in school. And it's it's just it, you know, it's the power of, of, of sound design and and the the correct choice of a song. Totally, know? dude. And it's not just anime; it's TV too. Like it's I think it's less fun in, in live action TV, but um, anime I think they they really have some opportunities to uh, to knock it out of the park. And I think I think this song, I think the Sunny Boy OP. Uh, or outro, however you want to claim it as, is mm-hmm. uh, is is up there. It's really good. It's fantastic. Um, over to you. Um, we we kind of hinted at it earlier. Uh, Tokyo Revengers, Crybaby. Um, oh yeah, what a banger! Like we, I hum that like da, 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 da. like it's you know it's it's always going on. It's it's the best thing about the show, and and not to be. Not yeah, to you're be not rude. saying that in a dickish way. It's just no, not to be rude. It's a very it's, strong part. Yeah. It's a strong part because the visual storytelling that goes along with the intro fit the song so well. And I think that I think Big that's time. what really, you know, an OP is not just the song and it's not just the visuals. It's the combination of the two, and there's nothing worse. Like you know, it's funny too because like you know this season of Demon Slayer, I really really like the song, yeah. um, and it kind of does like a half good job blending the visuals to it, but it's it's more. You know, it's more just the story that we're about to see. It's not yeah. like cr- crafting something like Jujutsu Kaisen, like you know that that first song, um, the first OP. It crafts, it crafts the world. Like it kind of teases what's to come, but it, it changes up the art style a little bit and it, it dials it up and it kind of kind of leaves you thinking more. Like it, it's and if it, it, it works well to the song that way, but I think Crybaby also uh, for Tokyo Revengers does the exact same thing. It kind of kind of opens the world up a little to you. Well put. Yeah. Um. Okay, my next one is it's a, it's a bit of a twofer. I like but do not love the <laughs> uh, the uh, OP for Mob Psycho season one, but I love the OST, and I think you don't like the OP. No, I, I like it. I don't love it. Like I don't okay. like I didn't okay. go out of my way to download it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but I love the uh, and of course like I don't remember the name, but I think like a big thing is like Mob Psycho's uh, Mob Psycho's art direction. Um, the way they like intersperse like the painting animation style uh, mm. at like in dramatic moments, and the fact that 
um, the entirety of the OST is drawn that way mm. pairs incredibly well with their season one OST. I, I love it. I watch it every time. And I, frankly, usually skip OPs and, uh, and outros. Uh, but things like Pink Blood, Lost in Paradise, um, I never skipped because uh, I, I love them. And this was the same thing. Right on. All right. Over to you. Um, Sing my pleasure, Vivi. Um, yeah, the, that's my last one. The Vivi version. Um, the yeah. Great. I think they do the four between the four sisters, but I think the Vivi one is the best. I think I messaged you the other. I went for a walk with the dog the other night. Put you know, put on the headphones and just went for a walk. You know, got lost in the dark there and lost in paradise. Yeah. Well, I listened to that too. So, but um, <laughs> no. But sing my pleasure. It was the first time. I think just because we've been so busy, I've actually listened to the full, like almost six minute version long. Oh version yeah. of, of the OP. And I remember just like just standing there, like you know, I was like, "Wow, it's just me enjoying this right now." Like you know, being outside, it's I again the show, Vivi itself is such a beautiful story, and like I said, I think the music is the heart of it, and I think the story it's a part of the storytelling, and I think all the OPs and the various renditions of the score that that is constantly changing throughout the show, just you know, it just really. You need a strong OP to carry all of that, and I think "Sing My Pleasure" is like out of this park, like nice. phenomenal. Yeah. I yeah, I totally agree. And obviously, like all this goes to say, like because that song is literally tied into the plot, mm. which is not typical. Um, yeah. I think it, it pushes it a little bit further. So yeah, that was the last one I had on my list. Is there so are I there can... any others you want to draw attention to? Um, yeah, there's a couple. The um... The Odd Taxi OP, like I said before, oh, yeah. I think so um, is just, you know, like it's a vibe, as, as one would say. <laughs> but it's like it's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe, but it, it's also like, you know, I said earlier as well that the song itself, like when you listen to the song, if right off the bat, if you click with the song, you're going to click with the story that's being presented to you. Like it's it's mm-hmm. a very smartly crafted, you know, piece of the puzzle. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I have that, and then the first, the first, my hero, uh, season five OP, I actually did like. Mm. Um, also, the outro—that's one of my standout outros uh, this year. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, in, that was uh, good. in uh, the the first part, but um, so that's good. And then ReZero had two really strong OPs as well. Um, seasons one, um, see, or sorry, season two, part one and part two, both had really strong uh, OPs. And um, yeah, like I said, there's much more. Senpai had a really good one. Um, and an then, animal. Uh, 86. That's that was an absolute. Oh too. yeah, 86 yeah, is pretty great. They're all good, man. I pretty much rhymed off most of my list, but attack or my war, attack on Titan. Like, come on, oh that's yeah, the juice. Like, I'm curious to see what we're gonna get on Sunday. Me too. The, I'm very yeah. excited, man. Speaking of which, um, we could probably end on this is like what we're looking forward to, um, or most anticipated. I, I really don't have a ton here. I, I got a bit. I've got. Stuff. Season four, part two of Attack on Titan, mm. um, and yeah, one of the things I'm really excited about there is you know just seeing what they do for uh, OP OST, um, what the show looks like. I'm so curious. Mm. I, I man, I really want this to succeed. <laughs> like, I really want this to succeed. Do you have nerves going in? Yeah, like really? Yeah, 100. percent Only because you know the internet is the internet, and I know people were not necessarily overjoyed with the manga ending though i don't even know what that means and also we know that people can be really fickle right um (laughs) so you know just because the internet is upset doesn't mean that something isn't good right um but i guess that like i just don't have an ultra high degree of confidence like 
I think coming into season four, I was like more curious, excited than anything. Mm. Coming out of part one, I'm like, okay, like it's business time. Like we we got to nail the landing to to cement you in like the list of all times. Mm. We got to stick the landing. Like we you know how many times have we brought up Game of Thrones for this exact sure. reason? If you fuck up the ending, you might invalidate everything that preceded it. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I don't know about nerves, but I want it to succeed. Sure. Oh yeah, I think we, yeah we all do. Yeah. All right. I, I I I have yeah I I understand where you're coming from there. Um, so I got a bit of a list. Um, I guess you know some of the obvious ones. I hope Jujutsu Kaisen Zero comes out this year in mm-hmm. North America. That would be nice. Um, you know we got uh, the Doctor Stone OVA to look forward to this year as well. Um, I guess some of the known quantities we have like return recurring is Two Year Eternity season two. Um, you know, the, I think you and I are both looking forward to uh, Bubble by Wit Studio as well. That's um, a movie. movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have that coming out as well. Um, I believe Mob Psycho Season 3 is this year. I'm um, like 90% sure it is. So we have that. Um, I'm just praying, you know, to the based anime gods, um, <laughs> you know, that Haikyuu Season 5 is, is this year. That would um, be tight. Because that would... <laughs> dope is dope. Um, and then I guess... Uh, I guess the two big obvious ones uh, that everyone's kind of curious of right now is obviously Attack on Titan and then uh, Chainsaw Man is coming yeah. out this year. That's well. what I that's what I had for my last one was Chainsaw Man. And then also there's that Spy Family show, uh, also a Wit Studio joint. Then oh, really? Works are making that. There's a lot of. I remember a couple of years ago I was ch- you know just trying to figure out what like you know when I was slowly starting to get back into anime. Um, you know, people were talking. I ended up. I'm coming across a list of, you know, excellent mangas that had yet to be adapted, and every. And then I ended up finding like a couple more lists, and almost every single list within like the top three was this Spy Family manga. Ooh, really? So, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then I guess the last one. <clears throat> it's a show. Have you heard of the show Kagi uh, Sama Love Is War? Maybe, maybe. So it's the third season is coming out this year, mm-hmm. and. It's one of those shows that I like, you know, when it's on, it's always in the anime subreddit. People love it. It's like a slice of life comedy or like mm-hmm. romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. And I just think like, you know, the the door that, you know, uh, Kobayashi and My Senpai is Annoying is open for me and like kind of entering these worlds and Haikyuu as well. I think it, it's supposed to be really, really funny. And I think I like that element of comedy and romance. Like, you know, it's so I think I'm... I think uh, I'm going to try and, and give the first two seasons a watch and hopefully yeah. if I enjoy them, then I'll have the third season because it comes out in April. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, but, it uh, should be easy to check out one or two and if yeah, it's good, yeah. motor through it and in time for the... Well, you don't even have to necessarily be ready for season three launch Yeah, because it sounds like it's going to be a busy year. I really hope we get to Eternity and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I, to your Eternity... I, they're pretty confident because like they said like fall so like they got yeah, okay. and when they announced it it was almost a year out oh so either yes, they had that. already been working on it for a while or you know like they you know it could be they had it in the bag and mm-hmm. they chose to just give that year themselves who knows how those studios work it's and, you know i think we should also take time like not a great thing this year is just all the news coming out from the various studios and the working conditions mm-hmm. you know it's you know not trying to be uh depressing out a little bit but shout out to all the amazing people that make all the shows that we love and uh also the movies dave we did we, you know year ourselves we did a year man we we covered 
all these legacy this is true. movies and this is uh, true 2021 was not great but i think you and i made the best of it with this show we absolutely did uh grave the fireflies will stick hmm. with me forever <laughs> your name your name is probably one of my favorite movies yeah that was fantastic yeah. uh you know I, I don't think we reviewed a bad movie like we sort of took some shots in the dark there paprika was really good it was really really fun uh akira was great it's funny how akira might have been like the bottom of the list for us but yeah, like there, sure. but again all great movies you know what i mean mm-hmm. but yeah great great with the fireflies man god um what do you think is that just about wrap up our year in review yeah let's seal this bitch <laughs> seal this bitch <laughs> um man this is maybe our longest among our longest ever so if you've made it this far thank you very much for listening uh grant and i have had so much fun doing this uh this has been you know like grant alluded to like 2021 i think for everybody it was really really tough and we got to do this uh every week and we know that there are some of you that listened every single week so thank you so much yeah truly yeah i mean our goal i remember we talked about this was to get someone that wasn't either our girlfriends or our family immediately related to us you know, with like more than one degree of separation to listen mm-hmm. to this. And we accomplished that remarkably quickly. And we've only grown since then. So this has been, you know, a really, really great surprise. And it's been really, a really fun creative outlet. And it's been great for our friendship. Because, uh, yes. you know, we don't talk about our personal lives much. But we don't, Grant, Grant and I don't even live in the same city. Mm-hmm. So we get to do this once or twice a week. And it's a complete blast. So yeah, absolutely. thank you guys for listening. I don't know if we would could have continued to do this if no one was listening, right? No, I agree. Also, I do, I want to take another quick second. I want to say thank you, and I don't know if any of you are listening, but all the generous people on the various anime subreddits that allowed us to use their fan art, uh, we thank you. Big time. We thank you for that because, you know, if, I know it's not a lot, but if there's one thing we can at least tempt to put back out is other people's art. Not calling this art, but I think you understand what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. I just thank you for your hard work to be allowed, allow us to push that out and, you guys are so gracious to allow us to do that. So thank you. A big part of how fun this has been is getting involved, has been getting involved with the communities for the shows that we cover. And it's all somehow been like pretty great. No spoilers. No one has, you know what I mean? Like we've just been able to enjoy all this awesome fan art and everyone's let us use it. Um, and it's been fun getting to talk to all of you. And hopefully a few of you are, are listening. But yeah, good point, Grant. Shout out to that guy from Houston who commented on the Facebook one time. I think about you all the time. <laughs> you're a fucking real one man true yeah we get when we get these long well thought out messages that are are like i don't know it's it's sort of surreal um that people are not only listening but taking the time to to think about it and and respond we really really appreciate that we want more of that i'm sorry if you were from dallas i can't recall yeah well you know (laughs) it was Um, texas i'm sure it was texas um okay uh, you know, if we haven't made it clear, our plan loosely for 2022 is we're going to cover Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan um, simultaneously. They should not run simultaneously for very long because Demon Slayer only has, you know, five or six weeks left. And Attack on Titan, I think, is slated to be over 10 episodes or something. So mm. 10 or 12. So, um, you know, we're going to follow the same schedule. Things will re- release on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, and then we'll be right back with the post show and who knows, maybe something else will drop that we'll want to cover. Um, we're not tied to any specific schedule or any specific show that we need to cover other than those two. And who knows, even then we can still change our minds. Um, but that is loosely the plan right now. So gear up, 
catch up on Attack on Titan. It starts, you know, we're recording this less than a week out, so we're very excited for that. Um, check out the Demon Slayer pod if you haven't already. Thank you so much for listening to this. Check out Attack on Titan. And thank you again for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers.